93.9 The Eagle, broadcasting live from the Zimmer Radio Group World Headquarters. This is the CEO Roundtable with Fred Perry. Get ready for interviews with movers and shakers from our community as we dive in for a deeper look inside Columbia. Now, here's your host, Fred Perry. And welcome to the CEO Roundtable Show. Glad that you have joined us this weekend. Uh, very pleased to have Stacy Button, who is the president of Regional Economic Development Inc. Uh, here in Columbia and Boone County. And uh, Stacy, it's been a while since we've had you on the program. Probably doesn't seem like a long time, but uh, uh, it has been a while since we've had you. You're welcome. Glad to have you here. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, you have been a busy person, no doubt about that. Absolutely. Uh, among your many responsibilities, you're also uh, responsible for our airport, Correct. and we're going to be talking about that. But uh, give our listeners a reminder about your background, kind of where you grew up and mm-hmm. went to school and, and some of the jobs you've had in the past? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I actually was born and raised in Arizona and uh, worked in northern Arizona before coming here. But I actually, as far as my family goes, I'm the only one that was born in Arizona. Oh. So my family actually uh, comes from all across uh, the state of Missouri. So Really? Got, yeah. Okay. I've got family from... Gosh, Sedalia to Monroe City, from Fayette to Hartsburg. And, really? Yeah, okay, Mexico that's interesting. And, yeah. 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 Uh, so, uh, how many years have you been in this current position? Seven and a half years. Okay, that's hard to yeah. believe, yep. isn't it? Yep, yeah. I came in January of 2015. Yeah, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, time um, your primary responsibility is kind of explain to people uh, what is regional economic development. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's been around for uh, 35 years, I right. think, or uh-huh. longer. Yeah. And uh, uh, But tell people kind of what its primary function is and, and then sort of the scope of your responsibilities. Absolutely. So specific to READY, um, we are the economic development organization for Columbia and Boone County. Mm-hmm. So we help businesses expand and grow and locate here. So those really are our three pillars of programming that we work on. Again, um, working with businesses, attracting them to our community. Um, mm-hmm. And those are companies like Aurora Organic Dairy, American Outdoor Brands, Swift, uh, most recently. And then um, we also work with existing businesses mm-hmm. and uh, primarily our major employers um, in industry sectors You know that directly impact the workforce and help them expand yeah. and grow as well. So. Really, some of Columbia's best jobs are in manufacturing. Absolutely, and, so, yeah. and that really kind of uh, under your under your leadership, that was really the first time that we that the organization has really reached out to existing businesses and mm-hmm. and uh, and startup businesses. I mean, Correct. you really have yeah. built a, a pretty impressive effort around startup businesses. Yeah, very strong program when it comes to entrepreneurship and startups. Um, and um, we definitely have grown that program uh, through Jay Sparks, who's our entrepreneurship program coordinator. And most recently, we've hired Ray Hall, who's uh, handling minority business development. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, we have another um, potential um, addition to the team next fiscal year um, that would work with the refugee and immigrant population oh. on starting businesses. Yeah. So, Very cool. Uh, yeah. So we're definitely expanding that area. Yeah. That's that's interesting. We, um, uh, Columbia has had a lot of refugees come uh, from Afghanistan and from uh, Burma yeah. or Myanmar. Uh, and Ukraine. I think we have some new folks coming from Ukraine. So uh-huh. it's, yeah. it's really... Um, and one of the things we've talked about this on a previous program but 
immigrants tend to be very resourceful mm-hmm. and uh, they sort of hit the ground running and Absolutely. they know about hard work yeah. and small business is hard yeah. work, you yeah. know, so uh, that's great. Well, one of your big responsibilities uh, is uh, the Columbia Regional Airport and there's a lot of excitement out there. I drove out there last night to sort of see the, the status of the new terminal Excellent. Um, and uh, things are coming together. Uh, it is uh, basically the structure is up Correct. for the most part. Yes. Yeah, we're under roof. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's big. Tell us uh, when well, first of all, tell us sort of about the, the scope of the new airport. What, okay. what are some of the features that, that you're excited about? Absolutely. So our current terminal is 16,000 square feet. So mm-hmm. I think one of the biggest uh, changes that passengers will see and community members will see, of course, is the size mm-hmm. of the new terminal, which is 52,000 square feet. So wow. that's, that's big. a considerable change. Yeah. yeah. Um, and within that, we have a lot more um, amenities. Uh, specifically, we've got um, a sensory room uh, that families um, can bring their children and, you Mm. know, um, have an opportunity to just relax and um, help with any anxieties prior yeah. to flying. Oh, really? So um, it's kind of a, is it a quiet space? It is. Okay. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah. So, um, an area for, you know, them to partake in activities and, mm-hmm. and, um, get ready for, for the flight. Um, we also have, um, an indoor pet relief area, mm. uh, which is unique, I think, to um, COU. A lot of airports obviously have um, outside mm-hmm. uh, relief areas for pets, but some, you know, so many passengers these days do travel with their pets, mm-hmm. and ours is indoors, so we're going to have wow. a yeah, an indoor grass. Good luck area. filling that job. <laughs> I'm like, so. I, I, could, I could think of worse jobs, but yeah. not many. <laughs> it's a great amenity. <laughs> All right. Um, and segueing then to a, a restaurant and bar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, we're going to have that. Um, and I'm... Um, Excited. Um, I don't have any announcements right now, but we are working with a potential concessionaire. Oh. So um, I'll be excited to announce that when um, that comes to be. But uh, um, it's going to be great to have, yeah. you know, those offerings. And actually, the restaurant um, area will be available both land side as well as air side. Yeah. Um, so that'll be a nice additional amenity as My well. My wife said that she saw a press release this week about the jet bridges. Uh, so are the yes. are the jet bridges here or have they yes. arrived? Okay. Oh, they have. That, that yeah. to me is a big thing. Absolutely. Uh, you know, that's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, that uh, without a doubt changes the landscape out there. Mm-hmm. Um, when you see, you know, the larger building, of course, but having the three passenger boarding bridges um, has changed that landscape significantly. Um, that's a bit of a funny story. They arrived two weeks ago. They came from Fort Worth, um, and they were being trailered. And um, note to self that passenger boarding bridges that are 117 feet in length don't necessarily fit through a roundabout. (laughs) So... (laughs) Gotta go um, over those roundabouts. Yeah. yeah. So it took a couple days of reconfiguring, but we did um, get all three linked up to the building. And so we're in the process right now of training and commissioning um, the equipment uh, Mm -hmm. for those. But um, I did have a chance last week, actually, to walk uh, the boarding bridge. Wow. So they're connected Uh, to the building already. They are connected to Uh, the okay. building, yes. Wow. And um, so that was, it, it gave me goosebumps, quite frankly, yeah. to walk down uh, yeah. the bridge and uh, know that folks no longer, you know, will have to be on the ramp in inclement weather. Yeah. So. Just people in wheelchairs. I mean, it's just yeah. really, oh, it's a nice uh, yeah. elderly people. Uh, yeah. So it's it's really going to be a, a, a real bonus, a real benefit, yeah. big improvement. Yeah. Um, what are you personally excited about? Uh, is there something uh, happening within that building that sort of uh, that really gives you goosebumps? That you sort of look at the building and say, "Wow, this is." 
Columbia is going to be really impressed when they see this one feature. Yeah. So um, I'd probably categorize the one feature um, in the sense that it really is um, personal to our region. Mm -hmm. And and personal is probably not the right word. I'm not exactly articulating that well. But, um, you know, from the artwork that's inside the building to Mm -hmm. the amenities. um, So it it captures Columbia's personality. It it, it, it really did, yeah. Yeah. MU is going to have a significant presence in Mm -hmm. baggage claim. Um, I'm thrilled with the artists that will have their work Mm -hmm. uh, represented in the building. Um, Again, the amenities, obviously the passenger boarding bridges. But we really tried to bring in the character of the mid-Missouri region Mm -hmm. um, through, you know, not only the amenities, but really the furnishings and and opportunities. And we had a lot of community support. That's, you know, that's the other piece of it. We have a local family that contributed to the courtyard area where the flagpole is going to be. Oh, cool. Um, And so, you know, I think whether it be individuals or um, organizations or businesses, um, just an awful lot of support and contribution to the overall project. Yeah, very cool. You know, it's the airport has been a... um, it has been a struggle over the years, and we get to the point like we were a couple of years ago where things are just really soaring yeah. along, and you know the employment said you know uh, we're up ten times twenty times, yeah. you know just a a pretty impressive uh run and th- there's always you know we just seem to hit these road bumps like covid mm-hmm. and yeah. you know the the fickle nature of the airline mm-hmm. industry and and uh but uh we're rebuilding from covid we're making pretty good progress on on employments. It sounds Absolutely. like the airline industry is is recovering mm-hmm. um we before all of this happened uh uh there were there was some talk about maybe expanding to Charlotte, adding mm-hmm. an additional destination yeah. uh so is that permanently on hold, temporary on hold? Is it being talked about? What what what's, what would your say your take is on it? Yeah, great question. So American Airlines um, continues to provide direct service to Chicago and Dallas Fort Worth, mm-hmm. um, and they did pre pandemic um, make a commitment to provide twice daily service to Charlotte, mm-hmm. and so we received a federal grant uh, to assist with that service, uh, the startup for that service, and that is still absolutely planned for and intended. Great. Um, it is really incumbent upon the airline to, you know, see stabilization in travel yeah. at this point. Yeah. And so, um, while, you know, we certainly hope that they're going to launch that service soon, you know, yeah, they, they, they have bigger fish to fry. I they, mean, with, um, uh, just pilot staffing. shortages, yeah, yeah pilot shortages, is, uh, fuel costs. Yeah. I mean, there's just, uh, uh, so many things that have hit the airline industry yeah. that they just, um, um, so, uh, they're going to be a little slow to rebound, but, um, but you, but there, but as far as you're concerned, the, the intent is still there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah Nothing's I know been it's taken there. from the yep. table. Yeah. Yep. That's great. I, I know for a fact. Yeah. yeah. Good. Are we going to allow United Airlines to come back or should we punish them? <laughs> no, we should allow them to come back. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I do miss that flight to Denver, but, yes. uh, anyway, um, a lot of our passengers do. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, that's, um, a, a really good point to bring up. So United did, um, temporarily suspend, mm-hmm. uh, service. Uh, out of Columbia. Um, there were other markets that they have exited, mm-hmm. um, and ours was identified as a suspension of service, mm-hmm. and um, we do continue to talk with them on a regular basis, and I know that they're eager to return yeah. to our community, to COU. Um, so, you know, my hope is is that remains on the horizon yeah. for them, um, and based on conversations that I've had with them, I, I have every confidence that mm-hmm. it will. Yeah. Um, but, you know, as you mentioned, yeah, stabilization of, of travel and mm-hmm. the rebound of that um, and 
you know, the airlines being able to address the pilot shortages and crew shortages, you know, yeah. is the priority yeah. at this point. Uh, Columbia Regional Airport may be one of the only airports in America that has free parking. Uh, yes. and what's what's the future of parking look like uh, at Columbia Regional Airport? Yeah, great question. Uh, still, still free. Um, um, still intended to be. Yeah. Um, free of charge on that um we are actually undertaking with the new terminal um we are uh getting ready to construct a new parking lot uh, Mm -hmm. right adjacent to the new terminal okay that will add 93 additional parking spots is that kind of where the staging is for the construction company correct okay good yeah a little bit further down airport drive um we did um change a bit where airport drive uh becomes that uh turn lane and drop off point Mm -hmm. uh in front of the new terminal and so there is that adjacent parking lot there as well and then we're going to do improvements on the other existing paved lot Mm -hmm. um and then we have plans in future phasing to um pave the other gravel lots as well so yeah so we'll have improved surface lot again with the intent of um remaining free yeah i uh, pointed out last night that my uh uh, that I sure would like a shuttle to take me from that parking lot to the terminal, and my, and my wife made fun of me for uh, not being willing to walk that far. You so. were in the, let's see, Northwest Lodge. Right, right. So anyway, It I, tells you how busy uh, we are, right? That's right. I, I want that VIP uh, uh, spot up front. But yeah. anyway, it's um, so it looks like things are really progressing. And this has yeah. been, a, I mean, uh, the last time we built a, a new airport was in the 60s, correct? Uh that would be true. Yeah, yeah, this one's what fifty-four years old. Yeah. I think. yeah, so it's kind of a. I mean, it's 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 so old that the furnishings and the decor have gone out of style, come back in style, gone back out of style, and so it's sort of a. Uh, you really notice it when you, when you arrive. But I think that people when they when you're recruiting professors, mm-hmm. uh, doctors, uh, researchers to to come to Columbia, Missouri, that first. That first impression is really mm-hmm. pretty important. Absolutely. Um, anyway, but it's sort of a, um, but this is going to really make a big, the first yeah. impression is, is going to be markedly different. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. definitely um, for both business and leisure travelers, uh, whether they're outbound or inbound. Um, yeah, it, it'll have a significant presence yeah. um, and certainly be very welcoming. Yeah, great. Um, one of the things that um, um, I want to also talk about is, is, um, uh, when you get to the airport, mm-hmm. uh, uh, there, there's a lot of buildings out there, uh, that are sort of, uh, auxiliary buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, Hangers. so, so, well, there's all, or but the- it, I saw like a car wash across the street from the airport oh, yeah. and there's yeah. some other like, look like highway department buildings, but, uh, is that, uh, is that all staying? Is that all is, is, is for the most part, is that still, um, intact for the most part? So, yes and no. Yeah, probably uh, the buildings that you're referencing are actually where we house our snow removal equipment. Yeah. Um, So there's some outbuildings there that we do have equipment in. Um, We are talking uh, with FAA on an opportunity to construct a new snow removal equipment building Mm -hmm. um, that will be closer to the runway and, you know, um, the the area airside um if you will so um but outside of that yeah we've got the postal system is out there yeah. um as a tenant and um i know rest Stricker still has a uh, his so, hanger out there yeah. and so forth so yeah. well we're gonna take a quick break here we are visiting with stacy button who is the president of regional economic development inc uh when we come back we're going to talk about some of the new companies that are looking at columbia and coming to columbia all of that and more coming up on the ceo roundtable on 93.9 the eagle
This is the CEO Roundtable with Fred Perry on Hot Talk 93.9 The Eagle. And welcome back to the CEO Roundtable Show. Fred Perry, your host this weekend. Glad that you have tuned in. We are visiting with Stacey Button, who is the president of Regional Economic Development, Inc. And uh, great to have you in the studio, Stacey. A lot of things happening. We've been talking about the airport. Uh, but I, I kind of want to talk about some of the... You've hired a couple of new people for, mm-hmm. for some important positions. And um, uh, let, let's talk about Ray Hall, who replaced uh, Jim Witt, who who uh, passed away unexpectedly um, uh, last year. And uh, uh, tell us about Ray's job. What's he going to be doing for Ready? Yeah, he's an absolute rock star. Thrilled to have him on my team. Mm-hmm. Um, and following the passing of Jim Witt in November last year, uh, the city decided to make the position actually a permanent uh, okay. city position. Jim yeah. was actually a contracted consultant for us. Um, and so we hired Ray in May, and um, he actually teams up with Jay. So yeah. we definitely have a rhyming thing going yeah. on. I got the <laughs> Ray Jay and Ray, 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 yep, Ray, Ray okay. J team. Um, but they uh, work with entrepreneurs and startups. And yeah. so Ray's responsibility is specifically minority business enterprises mm-hmm. and helping them grow. Yeah. So um, he... And he has walked a mile in their shoes. Yes, Yeah, which has, is huge. Absolutely. I mean, that's really, that's pretty cool. Yeah, he's he's got tremendous... Tremendous experience and just absolute passion for the position. And um, he actually was one of our hub clients Uh um, and created Dream Tree Academy uh, and coordinating programs for youth. And um, so it segued really nicely into becoming our minority business coordinator. And um, so he knew the system. And uh, we had Nick Rodriguez on the program a couple weeks ago. And and Nick actually gushes about Ray. That's how great he is. And and so uh, that's that's kind of exciting. Um, How would you characterize the state of uh, minority business enterprise? in our community or do you feel like uh, are we making progress are we making headway absolutely mm-hmm. um, I do feel like we're making progress I think there's still a lot of work to be done mm-hmm. um, and a lot of it is um, really connecting the minority businesses with the resources that mm-hmm. are available yeah. um, and educating you know what those resources are mm-hmm. um, there is quite a bit of funding that is out there that um, again Ray and the ready staff can help connect them to um, but um, in addition to that there's also you know coaching opportunities mentoring opportunities and really getting a full suite of services mm-hmm. um, that uh, correlate so it's yeah. not just finding funding and it's not just you know creating a marketing plan or doing a business performa but it's actually pulling all of those elements together yeah so that they are truly the best possible entrepreneur so regardless of what endeavor they're pursuing yeah you know they have all of the um, resources and education to be the best i know that you um have the women's business center i don't know if they're co-locating are they are they part of ready or are they just sort of co-locating in sort of this hub that you've built yeah so um they're actually co-located on site okay Um, they are a partner with ready okay um and the women's business center actually is an arm of cmca Oh, okay. So, yeah. But, Central Missouri Community Action. Correct, okay, yeah. Right. So Women's Business Center is on site. We also have MU Extension and PTAC program. So assisting minority businesses um, or disadvantaged businesses um, in the procurement process. Yeah. We also have the Small Business Administration on site. Oh, wow. Um, as well. So we have a one-stop have shop. Really, yeah. yeah um, definitely, um, you know, opportunities for 
all individuals, entrepreneurs, startups, um, any ideas that, you know. Yeah, that's great. Uh, You have a new employee, Lisa Driscoll-Hoxby, business development specialist. Tell us what Lisa does. Yeah, another rock star. So excited. That's good. (laughs) Yeah, many know her, actually. Uh, She and her husband own Dogmaster Distillery. Oh, okay. Um, And she came on board um, as our new business development specialist. Mm -hmm. And that position actually was created through one of the chamber leadership visits to Tuscaloosa. Mm. Um, a couple years ago and um, Tuscaloosa had this position um, and so we kind of took the best of that position out of Tuscaloosa and mm-hmm. created the one here yeah. and so Lisa started with us in January and she really is responsible for helping businesses navigate the uh, both the city and the county mm-hmm. regulatory process yeah. so really being that liaison that advocate um, that conduit of helping businesses grow and expand yeah. but you know, as we all know, there is a regulatory process uh, that we have to follow, and yeah. so she really helps walk them through that. Yeah. And maybe you um, can't comment on this, but I, mm-hmm. uh, but, but I will tell you, uh, as someone who has tried to navigate the process the best I can, that that's that it's it's arduous, it's tedious, it's it, it's yeah. tough, mm-hmm. and um, and it's you know it's not necessarily by design that way. It just is that way, mm-hmm. and and so I think if there's somebody there that can kind of be your navigator, exactly. Uh, boy, does that really, and especially for a, a new business that wants to colo- relocate mm-hmm. to Columbia mm-hmm. uh, to navigate, you know, maybe they've done it in in another city, but doing it in Columbia is completely different, and right. so um, I can see how that'd be very valuable. Yeah, so. it is, and sh- just like Ray, she's hit the ground running, and. Um, um, so she obviously is working on, you know, that aspect and, and mm-hmm. she's already, I mean, it's been everything from commercial trash pickup, um, to signage issues to, you know, planning and zoning, mm-hmm. what are the different, um, policies and requirements. Uh, so, uh, business licensing, she's yeah. delved into that too. So. I guess if you can start a distillery in the middle of Columbia, you, you know yeah. all about the regulation process. Yeah. yeah. So. No, she <laughs> definitely has excellent experience from that perspective. Yeah. Well, that's um, great. And then she also actually, um, is our point person for workforce development initiatives. Oh, okay. So, and that's one of the exciting things, um, that Reddy is embarking on again through her position and and um, experience. So, um, helping to address uh, transportation, housing, childcare, training, education programs, skilling up. So, again, all of those um, aspects of workforce development fall under her purview. Mm-hmm. So, she's assisting businesses with those needs. Yeah, that's great. It's uh, that's that's something that's desperately needed. That's yeah. for sure. So, I want to talk to you about some of the economic development activity that mm-hmm. uh, most people have heard about. Yeah. Uh, Swift Prepared Foods. Yes. Uh, they'll be opening up next year. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. Yeah, and tell us where they are, mm-hmm. uh, what they're near, and and kind of what they're going to be doing. Certainly. So Swift Prepared Foods is out on Route B on that corridor where we have an awful lot of other food manufacturers. It's a great corridor uh, for food manufacturing. So adjacent to Kraft Heinz and Aurora Organic Dairy and 3M. um, Actually on Route B? On Route B. Okay, great. Yeah, Yeah, they front that. And they're going to be doing... is it is it like uh, Italian cured meats? I mean, how, what what are they going to be actually making here in Colombia? Correct. Yeah, it is Italian meat. So they're okay. curing the meats in the plant that is. Uh being constructed yeah and um so your salamis prosciuttos copa those types of things will all be um and do we find them in the store under the swift label or are they under some other label do you know um 
Swift or JBL Foods, oh, okay. I think, is is how they, they okay. brand. Yeah. yeah, very good. So yeah. it's interesting that Columbia has really turned out to be um, – this food processing mecca, mm-hmm. and you know, yeah. it's the only place in 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 the United States where Oscar Mayer hot dogs are made. Correct. It's the only place mm-hmm. you can get the ricer, the Quaker rice cakes. Uh-huh. Um, and I think there's, I'm sure I'm missing somebody, but uh, Aurora, Aurora or, Dairy, the organic uh, milk uh, products, Beyond and so meat. and Beyond Meat, of yeah. course. <laughs> so there's really, I mean, we're really building a nice mm-hmm. little business around that. Absolutely. And, and do you think that that um, uh, is is there something strategic about uh, being in an area where food manufacturing, food processing is, uh, is, is there some benefit of co-locating like that? So um, I think, you know, definitely it continues to be a trend that we see, you mm-hmm. know, as far as interest goes. So um, I think from a workforce perspective, um, there's a lot of synergy with that mm-hmm. um, in terms of the different plants and what the products are mm-hmm. um, and 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 the needs that are there um i think also geographically if you think about the u.s um the ability to um be able to produce and manufacture you know foods um and getting them to the east coast and the west coast makes sense yeah. you know, as far as being central uh to the united states yeah. so um but uh yeah we're super excited about that yeah. um and it's well it's nice to go to a city that is familiar with the uh electrical mm-hmm. requirements the yeah. water requirements water. the wastewater requirements mm-hmm. and so you're not really reinventing the wheel yeah. i mean it's sort of like hey we understand what you mm-hmm. need for food manufacturing and, and so we can get you through that process pretty quick and we, we know what our capabilities are correct yeah and that route b corridor you know makes a lot of sense because the infrastructure is there yeah so, very good yeah um i don't know if it was a ready project or not but uh, i know that you showed that building an awful lot but the the new amazon distribution center at cartwright technology park Mm -hmm. uh can you what can you tell us about that um probably should have mike growner um on your show (laughs) (laughs) he really was a point person with that Mm -hmm. um we did um as far as inventory goes, you know, had a lot of opportunities yeah. to showcase that. Yeah. Uh, the owner of the building was pretty building. particular about what went in there. And mm-hmm. so uh, there were a lot of opportunities. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, we have Larry Potterfield coming on in a couple of weeks. So oh, we'll great. ask him about that. But yeah. but uh, so that's kind of nice because it, it sort of brings that uh, uh, that distribution uh Type uh, yeah. warehouse distribution. Yeah, that's, that's huge. You Absolutely. know, logistics, and you see yeah. what Midway has done, and, yeah. and uh, you see what Dollar General's doing yeah. uh, just over across the Callaway County line, and and so that's a that's a big part of uh, the future of business, mm-hmm. I guess. So, yeah, anyway. yeah, no, it's a great location out there um, at. Uh, Cartwright and also adjacency to the airport. Yep. Um, and, um, access to 63, mm-hmm. ultimately I 70. I mean, that's a big part of yeah. distribution centers as well. So I and, think the more, uh, cornfields and soybean fields that we can fill in, the less freaked out people will, will, will be when they arrive <laughs> when in they Columbia. Fly. Yeah. So, and what am I doing in a cornfield? Uh, so that, that'll be good. Any other businesses that are sort of, uh, that have been announced recently that, uh, it's been a while since I've had you on, but uh, uh, anything pop out? Right. Um, not probably anything that I could speak of okay. specifically, ah, but I will tell you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, our pipeline continues to be very strong. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, as I said before, a continued trend with food manufacturers and interest. Uh, yeah. So there's always food that's being produced. Mm-hmm. And um, so we're excited that. You know, with our relationship with Missouri Partnership, that we are still seeing leads that are coming in for yeah, that. Yeah. Um, and um, also, you know, continued uh, warehouse distribution um, 
possibilities yeah. there too. So. It, I remember a few years ago, it was, there were a lot of companies looking for at least 50,000 square feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wanted existing buildings that were ready to go or shovel ready property, which we yeah. really didn't have that much of. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of them seemed to want rail access, which, right. uh, you know, you sort of think, well, that's kind of a, you know, something in the past, but, but there are still companies that really rely on that rail access. Yeah, absolutely. And that's one thing, um, you know, we've, the double-edged sword is, you know, we have done a great job bringing in new companies, mm-hmm. right? But they, specific to Columbia, really have assumed a lot of the existing buildings and land. Yeah. So we definitely are looking to up our inventory in both those areas. So we're working with the other communities throughout Boone County, Centralia, Hallsville, Ashland, mm-hmm. um, to identify land sites um, and or buildings yeah. um, that may be of interest. And um, so we are seeing some additions um, to land availability that we can put into our inventory. Um, but as you mentioned, as far as rail sites go, um, I think one in four requests um, really, yeah, need wow. rail access. When that is interesting, yeah, when we're coordinating yeah. with Missouri Partnership, that tends to be you know kind of the yeah. the sweet spot. And yeah. um, we know that our friends up in Centralia yeah. have access to a to lot two, of rail, two yeah, rails, uh, rail lines, which yeah. Is pretty impressive, so so um, you know, we continue our work with them, and yeah. uh, in the hopes that. Uh, if there are any landowners out there uh, that are interested, yeah. definitely. Here's your chance to get rich. Yes. Yeah. Don't Put sell the solar farm. So, yeah. so um, do you think, and there's been a lot of talk, uh, and this is outside of Boone County for the most part, but do you think the the idea of the river port, uh, uh, I'm using the wrong words here, but uh, like port they had down authority. in Port yeah, Authority, yeah. down Jeff. in Carruthersville, uh, mm-hmm. that, they, that you have been to or talked to those folks, mm-hmm. um, is there a chance that we're going to get that here in mid-Missouri? So actually, I, I'm trying to think. I attended a meeting now. It was probably in the winter, late fall or winter. Mm-hmm. So not, you know, six months ago. Yeah. Well, no, that would be longer than that. Probably eight months ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, absolutely. It seems like they are making considerable progress. Mm. Um, I mean, that's a significant infrastructure project. Yeah. That, you know, um, from a cost analysis has to be evaluated. Mm-hmm. Um, but they certainly have a very strong support group. Um, the meeting that I was in was very well attended and, the level of interest was yeah. um, impressive. Yeah, well, that yeah. just gives you one more option. And, and I think that uh, you you know, you came to the conclusion a long time ago that what's good for Jeff City is good mm-hmm. for Columbia, what's good Absolutely. for Fulton. They're not really our competitors uh, because if you can bring a major employer mm-hmm. or a major asset like a, a right. port, mm-hmm. uh, it's going to help everybody. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. And when we look at our... Um, labor pool if you will or labor shed mm-hmm. um yeah we we pull from 45 mile radius yeah. and so that's why when you look at you know adjacent communities and and opportunities like you said what's good for one yeah. is good for the entire state that's stacy button the president of regional economic development Inc. you're listening to the ceo roundtable on 93.9 the eagle This is the CEO Roundtable with Fred Perry on Hot Talk 93.9 The Eagle. And welcome back uh, to the CEO Roundtable. This is our third segment. We are visiting with Stacy Button, who's the president of Regional Economic Development. We've covered a lot of stuff today uh, from the airport uh, to some new companies coming to Columbia. 
want to just talk about uh, kind of a depressing subject, but it looks like at least it's it's on everybody's radar and we're, we're thinking about it and there's some collaboration, but workforce development continues yeah. to be a challenge in our community, a challenge in a lot of communities. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, the, the pandemic sort of uh, just worsened it because a lot of people left the workforce. But how would you characterize the state of workforce uh, workforce development in Boone County right now? Yeah, absolutely. It's a very tight market. Mm-hmm. Um, quite honestly, Columbia still leads the nation, I think, second to Ames as far as unemployment rate. Wow. When And, and that's not every month, yeah. but obviously. Um, it sounds like a good pretty, thing, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, it, it, exactly. It's a yeah. double-edged sword in yeah. that regard. So um, the most recent numbers were sitting at about 2.3% unemployment. Goodness. Uh, the month prior, quite frankly, was 1.7%. Mm unemployment so that's 2,000 or less individuals Mm -hmm. um, that are looking for for jobs so it is a very tight market and And that um, doesn't really include the underemployed I mean because we have a lot of people in our market are Mm -hmm. underemployed yeah yeah Yeah. so there are a ton of job opportunities again Mm -hmm. with um, a lot of the new plants the existing plants that are all expanding um, there are an awful lot of job opportunities um, in our region Uh, so um, you know Talent attraction, I think, is um, a key uh, element that we're really going to have to focus on mm-hmm. as a region and, and, you know, figure out how we can get individuals here yeah. uh, and uh, into jobs. You know, it's it's interesting. Uh, Zimmer uh, acquired several radio stations in Springfield. We've been spending some time in Springfield uh, just sort of doing CEO roundtables and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and it's they talk a lot about quality of place. Mm-hmm. And you don't hear that talked about as much. Uh, I think that one of the problems that Columbia has, frankly, is that uh, those of us that have lived here a while think it's the best place in the world to live. And, and we don't really think yeah. about what the town looks like to people mm-hmm. who might be visiting for the first time. Right. And and um, and so uh, we don't worry as much about quality of places. Maybe we should. Mm-hmm. But um, what, what kind of conversations? I mean, do you are people talking about it uh, in terms of what do we do to make Columbia more attractive to uh, the type of people that we want to come and work mm-hmm. these jobs? Yeah, really good question. I mean, I think a lot of it is about messaging. You know, mm-hmm. we have so many existing things. Um, yeah. We're kind of a best kept secret. Mm-hmm. Those of us who live here know it, love it, yep. um, appreciate it. Uh, but, you know, we we have a responsibility to really get that message out there. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what draws individuals to move here. Yeah, um, And certainly post-pandemic you're seeing a lot of that a lot of um, migration from the east coast and west coast Mm -hmm. you know the major cities and folks want to come to central you know usa and um live you know a little bit more removed and and um you know yeah with a focus on quality there's been a lot of talk about you know what do you do to make Mm -hmm. columbia and boone county more attractive to that that 20 something you know Mm -hmm. and i think that it would be particularly helpful if we could somehow convince mizzou grads to stay in columbia a couple more years and of course you know they want to you know the the lion's share of these folks are from st louis kansas city Mm -hmm. chicago Chicago. and they they want to get back home it's a bigger city with more amenities but i i guess if we could find a way to make columbia look a little bit more attractive to those 20 somethings which Mm -hmm. you know probably is there's some nightlife components that us old people don't worry about very much and so um but uh but you you feel like it's it's on people's radar we're making some progress in terms of addressing any any shortcomings we might have yeah and it, and again i think it's about creating a talent attraction mm-hmm. marketing program um yeah. and that's going to take quite frankly collaboration from all entities city yeah. county private sector um nonprofit, you know what have you so that mm-hmm. we can really tell our story comprehensively yeah um and you know, in an attractive way that will 
entice individuals to take a look at us. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think a big part of that is, you know, encouraging visitation. That's where the tourism piece comes into play, right? Mm-hmm. Um, people come to the community, they visit it, whether that be for, I don't know, graduation a or, or a conference yeah, yeah, or what have you. Yeah. They get here, spend a few days here, they fall in love with it. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, hey, I want to raise my family there. Yeah. So then they move here. They... Um, bring their company here or you know they become employees yeah. at some of our employers and so it's a continuous cycle yeah um, we just really need to encourage that visitation yeah uh, from out of state when you look at you've done a lot of strategic planning since mm-hmm. you've been here uh, when you look at uh, sort of the uh, sort of the overall assessment uh, for Columbia and Boone County and mm-hmm. and sort of the 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 strategic planning that you're putting into place uh, what are some of the things that you're you're looking at yeah, really good question. Um, one of the things that I'm excited to talk about, um, and it does fall under um, Lisa's program, actually, mm-hmm. um, specific to workforce development, um, is transportation. Yeah. That has always been an issue of getting applicants as well as employees to shifts you know, at their employers. And they may not have access to transportation. Mm-hmm. And our transit system doesn't always have the routes you know, to the employers. Yeah. Um, and so there is a pilot program that is getting ready to launch uh, that will run through the end of this year. And it is a transportation program. Um, program for all three shifts um, along the Route B corridor. Whoa, that's wonderful. Yeah. You know, they have been yeah. talking about that for 20 years. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's finally going to happen. Well, it's a pilot program that's getting ready to launch this month. So that's we're a step super in the right excited. Direction. Yeah, yeah, super excited about it. Wow. The Source Summit, Dr. Lester Woods um, mm-hmm. has really um, driven that, yep. and uh, no pun intended, yeah. but uh, <laughs> coordinated with the employers out there mm-hmm. and the HR managers. There's actually a coalition of yeah. HR managers that also is supporting that. And so they They've secured three vehicles that will be um, initiating, again, this pilot program. Um, And so we're excited to see where that that takes Mm -hmm. us this year. And um, I think it'll be wildly successful because there's definitely a need to connect employees to the employers. So is it like a real-time request or is it a a schedule that it operates on? Uh, So (laughs) we'll have to talk with Lester for sure. But yeah, I I do believe it'll be a schedule. There'll be drop-off pickup points and that sort of thing. The the problem is is that you can get a great job out on Route B Mm -hmm. and they can get you there uh, for the beginning of your shift, but there's no public transportation to get you home when the shift is over. Well, and And that's where true for retail i think you know yeah and that's where this pilot program again they are addressing that because there are you know most of those employers out there on route b run three shifts so um we definitely identified that early on so i think they've developed this program um this pilot program with that idea in mind yeah well that's great Um, to hear yeah and then i I think the segue from that the other issue that um you know has bubbled up and 20, 30 years is availability of childcare. Then, mm-hmm. you know, once you have transportation and you can get to and from a job, yeah. um, the childcare needs yeah. you know, have to be addressed. So yeah. Lisa will be diving into that one um, as this launches. So when are you going to tackle affordable housing? Right. Well, you know, that's on my list. So. <laughs> <laughs> that, those are the three things: uh, yeah. reliable transportation, yeah. uh, affordable, reliable childcare, and yeah. and transportation. That's yeah. that's the three things that keep people in poverty. Absolutely. And so you know uh, they keep them from getting into the workforce. Mm-hmm. And and so yeah. uh, I don't know uh, what you do about affordable housing. Well, it's interesting you bring that up because mm-hmm. actually um, Ray uh, Hall, yeah. one of our newest staff members, actually he uh, has been coordinating some programs and some ideas that he has uh, with. Um, 
in regards to affordable housing and mm-hmm. CHA. So yeah. um, I'm super excited, you know, That's to see great. where that goes. Um, again, he just started with us in May, and he's off and running yeah. uh, with that. So you know, we we have a, we I think we have about sixty million dollars of uh, American Rescue Plan dollars mm-hmm. floating around, and it would be great to put a big chunk. I mean, home ownership breaks people out of the cycle of poverty mm-hmm. more than anything else. And if we could just use as many of those funds as we can to help people get home ownership, it would, it would be a game changer mm-hmm. for our community. So anyway, that enough political commentary there. But uh, anyway, it's it's uh, what, what, when you look at the future of ready, when you mm-hmm. kind of think what's what's coming down the pike, uh, what, what are you uh, what are you thinking about? Gosh, you know, all of the programs, quite frankly, um, that we have going are just mm-hmm. uh, I mean, the impacts are humbling, and, and it's just yeah. I, I, it, the work that we're doing is tremendous, yeah. and um, all three of them are just yeah. But it's, it you will admit uh, it's taken. You've been here seven and a half years. Correct. It's taken seven and a half years to get this stuff off the ground, hasn't it? Well, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's, things move very slowly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just the nature of the beast. Yeah. You know, and absolutely. so it's it is uh, you know that that's a problem when you when you have people come in and they only spend a couple of years here, you really never get anything off off the ground, right. and so it's uh, it takes people a while to sort of figure out the lay of the land and the yeah. politics and yeah. the mountains that you have to move. And yeah. so, uh, well, that's pretty exciting. All those, all those yeah. updates are, are really good yeah. for our community. Yeah. Um, when somebody comes and, and looks, and this is kind of another reality check, but mm-hmm. when, when you get a call from Missouri partnership who, who does a lot of the, they, they provide a lot of the leads for the entire state of Missouri and somebody is, is has an interest in Columbia. They mm-hmm. come here. Um, typically, if they decide to go somewhere else, uh, mm-hmm. not even in the state, what, what what is it typically that's that's making them decide to go somewhere else? Good question. Um, I would say early on, obviously, they're doing diligence as far as land or site, you mm-hmm. know, location, and so whether or not we've got the necessary acreage or size of building that would be available. Yeah. Um, availability of workforce yep. is a big piece, yeah. um, and. Um, you know, so looking at that, um, in addition to that, there's always discussions around incentives. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say for the most part, you know, looking at workforce availability right now, especially coming out of a pandemic, is, is what so many of the businesses, mm-hmm. you know, um, have to ensure that they, they have the workforce yeah. if, if they locate here. Yeah. So it's a significant investment. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of people uh, working on workforce. Absolutely. You know, uh, I know the chamber Chambers. has hired somebody mm-hmm. to, to sort of uh, help with that as well. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, things like the, the, the Como Cooks Kitchen and, and the uh, uh, the maker space mm-hmm. that has been created yeah, out on the, the business Mac loop. Lab. And the Mac Lab. And, mm-hmm. and uh all of those things are sort of feeding into an ecosystem that uh, are, are really going to allow us to sort of um, grow as a community. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. all those things really came out of the pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. They may have been initiated just prior to, but yep. it's interesting to me because when I look at our own hub program for entrepreneurs, pre-pandemic, we had any given time probably 28 clients mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. were starting businesses. Um, and right now we have 67 
clients wow, that are amazing. working out of our space. That's a record, um, right? I mean, yeah, that, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's never been that high. Yeah, that's great. And so every one of them has a unique business concept. And so they're getting coaching. They're finding the resources that they need, the funding that they need, and, you know, collaborating with, um, you know, bigger businesses, trying to figure out how they can provide goods and services here on a local level. So it's super exciting yeah. um, that, you know, Honestly, that's an outcome of a pandemic, but you look at that and you say, you know, we're creating jobs, we're creating businesses, we just have a really, really strong economy and opportunity yeah. you know, for that. It's uh, much better than the alternative, which you Correct. see in a lot of towns around yes. the state of Missouri and, and the Midwest. And so uh, Jay Sparks will be filling in for me for, for a couple of shows here in July, and, and uh, I'm sure he'll have a lot of hub clients on yep. as, as his guest. And so <laughs> yeah. you'll learn a lot more about the uh, uh, about what's happening at the hub. And, and uh, so uh, thank you for this update, Stacey. Absolutely. I mean, this is really, we're excited about the new airport. When do you yes. think the actual opening date will be ah, for the airport? Great question. Yeah. All right. Squeeze it so, in. So, uh, yeah, you bet. So uh, Labor Day um, has what the is the date that the contractor is identified. Um, I will push that back probably a couple weeks to uh, the week of September 19th. Um, We're in the process of training and commissioning all the equipment. So it's kind of a fluid date right now. But uh, without a doubt, I'm I'm confident that it's going to be the week of September 19th or right thereafter. Big big thing for Columbia and Boone County. So Stacey Button, thank you for your time. That's Stacey Button, the President of Regional Economic Development. I'm Fred Perry signing off. We'll see you next weekend here on the CEO Roundtable. You've been listening to 93.9 The Eagle. This city is my city.